Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We move on today in Romans chapter 9 to verses 19 through 21. Here in these verses, Paul continues his discussion of God's sovereignty. He makes it very clear to us that God is God, and little man is not going to be able to change that. He is going to use the illustration of the potter and the clay to make his point. Here now are verses 19 through 21, and he writes as follows. Well then, why does God blame them for not listening? Haven't they done what he made them do? No, don't say that. Who are you to criticize God? Should the thing made say to the one who made it, Why have you made me like this? When a man makes a jar out of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar beautiful to be used for holding flowers and another to throw garbage into? Troubles and trials often betray those on in their weary body to stray. But we shall walk be. Side the still waters with a good shepherd leading the way. Going up home to live in green pastures where we shall live and die never more. Even the Lord will be in that night. Those who have strayed are sought by the master. He who once gave his life for the sheep. Out on the mountain, still he is searching, bringing them in for ever to keep. Going up home to Live in green pastures where we shall live and die nevermore. Even the Lord will be in that number when we have reached that heavenly shore. We would not heed the voice of a stranger. For he would lead us on to despair Following on with Jesus our Savior We shall all reach that country so fair Going up home to live in green pastures Where we shall live and Nevermore, even the Lord will be in that number when we have reached that heavenly 
Show. Paul is not silencing all questioning of God by man, but he is speaking to those with an impudent, God-defying attitude who want to make God answerable to man for what he does and who, by their questions, defame the character of God. The analogy between God and the potter and between man and the pot is to show the sovereign freedom of God in dealing with man. Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Can man understand God? If it were possible for man to understand God, then God would not be God anymore. Of necessity, there are things we do not understand about Him. We've come to such a point in Romans 9. Human minds can only go so far and no further. Finally, we are shut up to faith. Paul writes in Romans 9.18 these words, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. Having written that, Paul anticipates a question. He writes, One of you will say to me, Then why does God still blame us? For who resists his will? But who are you, O man, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to him who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purposes and some for common use? If man is either accepted or rejected by a God who acts out of his sovereignty, then man has no responsibility. God can't blame man. If Pharaoh of Egypt was raised in order to show God's power in getting Israel out, then how can Pharaoh be blamed? Man, being human, will ask such questions. Man always wants to put man in the center of things and not God. We are by nature humanistic, not supernaturalistic. Man is by his very nature selfish. We have a tendency within us to put us at the center That's what this question does. Paul's answer is almost crude. He says, But who are you, O man, to talk back to God? That's a loaded statement. I wish I could ask Paul to explain it. Perhaps he meant to say that for man to argue with God this way is to lower God to the level of man. If you could understand God, he wouldn't be God. We cannot lower God to fit man's reasonings. That makes God less than God. It's inappropriate for the creature to talk back to the Creator and to question Him that way. It is not for man to interrogate God. Then Paul does what some of the Old Testament prophets did before him. He illustrates his point by referring to a potter and his clay. Jeremiah did it, and so did Isaiah. Here Paul quotes Isaiah, chapter 29, 16. Listen to Isaiah's words. God is speaking to Israel. He says, You turn things upside down, as if the potter were thought to be like the clay. Shall what is formed say to him who formed it, He did not make me? Can the pot say to the potter, He knows nothing? Those are God's words through the prophet Isaiah about Israel. Now Paul quotes Isaiah here. Then he asks, 
Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purposes and some for common use? The potter has authority and power. The clay has neither. It is the potter who molds the clay. The potter can make an exquisite decorative vessel or he can make a vessel for common use. Both are useful and necessary. I want you to notice the word same. The clay lump from which the potter makes the decorative vessel is the same as from which he makes the common vessel. There is of necessity no difference in the clay. He doesn't make a decorative vessel out of good clay and a common vessel out of poor clay. The problem isn't the clay. The difference is in the purpose and mind of the potter. Looking back at the previous verses, Paul is saying that the fact that God chose Isaac and not Ishmael, Jacob and not Esau, the fact that God used Pharaoh as he did was not because of any defect in the clay. It simply was his sovereign choice. No one who has a high view of God should object. I like Matthew's attitude. Matthew once said, Even so, it seems good in your sight. God never acts out of character. What he does with the clay will always be right. God's character can best be seen in Jesus Christ. From a human viewpoint, his death seemed the greatest tragedy and the greatest crime. But God was sending a Savior for man. That's why we call the crucifixion day Good Friday. Let's let the potter do what he wants to do. Let's trust him. He'll never act out of character. We need to acknowledge first God as God. Finally, the potter is responsible for the vessel. I'm so glad that that's true. So God is finally responsible for the outcome of history, yours, mine, and the world's. We need to remember that our origin is from the dust. It's like that clay. So while we cannot fully understand the justice and the fairness of why Isaac was chosen over Ishmael, or Jacob over Esau, or why God chose to use Pharaoh as he did, what we can do is trust God. He does all things right. He never makes a mistake. He never acts out of character. If we have a small God... We'll have problems with these verses. But these problems will seem much smaller if we have a big God. Small God, big problems. Big God, small problems. That's usually the way it works out. See you. 
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.